0: teaching emus to fly since 2005. You're listening to the MEP Report. Left my home back in Omaha See if I can make it out in the world And I got as far as Wichita Suddenly, I wasn't sure anymore. Lost all my friends in Los Angeles.
1: And I'm not welcome in New York. But I must stop back in
2: Omaha. Where the fans they always crying out for more. So, because of that, <laughs> welcome to Member Report Number Seventy, February Twenty First, Two Thousand Seven, and the terrible sound you hear, ladies and gentlemen, is you the sound know the power of the theme of, the Dark Age. of Dark Age of Camelot, which story no, has somehow gotten itself back into me. and is trying to get Russ Look back into, into as your well.
0: Computer, you know it to be true. Yeah. Yes, I'm back no. in the Dark Age of Camelot, where it's we horrific. all belong. Greg told me what happened. He said that you killed my <laughs> Dark Age. No. no, I am your Dark Age. <laughs> <laughs> no! That's That's impossible! impossible! <laughs> Search your oh. feelings. You know it to be true. Oh, Look Lord. inside your hard drive.
2: So we're back, and um, we're we want to thank you. everybody for listening as always. But um, as you can see, <laughs> they're in the midst of a crisis. We're in the midst of a crisis. Actually, before we talk about the crisis, just one quick thing in we fact, should throw out there. We do want to thank everybody for voting for us right in Cast now. Wars and oh, getting yeah. us to second place in Cast yes, Wars. Top two. Biggest story. He's got a macro. <sighs> That's all I'm saying. Macro.
0: Yeah, He's got I a know. Macro. He's just voting for himself all day long. That's right. I guarantee right. You that's It's right. a macro. <laughs> no but, <deal>. uh, so <laughs> Digger Story, story. 1, congratulations that's to him. Crazy. We
2: came in second, <laughs> and we're the first ever, let me just say, the first ever podcast to come in second, first and second or consecutive. Second ever. What do you mean second ever? Why Except, second ever?
0: Uh, tied for we're first. We're tied with Tied for first. Digger's story.
1: With Digger's
2: story. All right, we're tied for first. Second okay. Second
0: and then first. Okay, so, so we're tied for Digger's story. To be fair, it's... Uh, but not thank you for all of you who voted that. for us. Thank you that very advice. much, and... Well, uh, we're really close.
2: We really appreciate it, so thank you very much. and And, and so, yeah, in celebration you. of this, Story has decided to sink some drugs back into his veins um, by uh, playing Dark Age of Camelot again. Ah, and um, it's a little... Satisfying. It's a yeah. little horrific. And I'm actually
0: playing... I'm playing right now. Last time I deprived my senses by being blindfolded for the entire show, and uh, this time I am uh, playing Dark for the entire show, which arguably deprives me of my senses even more.
2: I would say I'm that's certainly perhaps
0: true. Perhaps in, in the even worse position. So
2: that's right.
0: So uh, enjoy. You may occasionally pick up little snippets of the sound. It'll be a little like the uh, Capoeira bar so <laughs> long ago. Exactly. You know, who knows? So can so I ask from Hibernia?
2: For our readers for our <laughs> yeah. readers I just called them readers that's that shows you how much I'm <laughs> for connected our readers, for our yeah. listeners yes we have at
0: least one of those for our readers, on who
2: that. just lurks yeah, on we're, the we're website and recruiting Just, just and listens things, things exactly and, and we'll have things read. for them to read for our listeners doesn't actually listen. can you explain a little just bit what is just, the I mean the I, yeah. I obviously introduced Russ to this originally and then Russ and us Russ and myself both sort of got you involved but can I ask <laughs> what is the continual appeal Of this game, because Russ and I somehow got out of the game and managed to escape it, but you, it's like that Godfather thing, like every time you try to get out, they suck me back in, you know, so I wonder about that.
0: You never go against the dark age. Okay. No, I mean, you know, it's, it's not, I, I only signed up for a month, which, you know, they'll sell you lifetime, or well, maybe not lifetime subscriptions, but they'll sell you, you know, three months, six months, 12 months, lifetime, IV, they'll sell you whatever plan you want, and uh, I only signed up for a month, and I had, it was mostly just that I had gotten a new graphics card, because my computer was literally, like, failing to run DOS because of low graphics memory, <laughs> So I was just telling Failing to run I like, They couldn't handle the blinking like, cursor. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's <letting> I cannot <laughs> read contrast. I have one color to offer you. And I'm like, oh, God. If By the way, this is a related public service announcement. If you ever buy a computer the rest of your life, which I'm guessing is going to be, you know, all of you, never ever buy Intel Extreme graphics. They are <laughs> extremely bad. And oh, if you Google, in. I mean, to be fair, at the time that I bought them, it was relatively A new thing and a new phenomenon, and I didn't know much about graphics cards, and I was just like, "Sure, sounds good. It's extreme, extreme graphics. That's got to be good." Got to be extreme. There's a little hyperbole and all graphics cards, fine. But if you Google Extreme Graphics now, you will see, like, 5,000 posts about what a joke it is, and, like, it's the biggest (laughs) ruse since, you know, since Greenland and Iceland. It's, like, that level of misnaming. It's like, no, don't believe the subterfuge. And that is a serious ruse.
2: I mean, it's true, it's true, the graphics cards in that setup have been that way, and it's interesting, when you're talking about the idea of, like, like needing a boot disk and everything to be able to, like, you know, like, actually read DOS, it reminded me of the old days of playing Nintendo. If you guys, this is something where I don't know if you ever played Legend of Zelda story but certainly it's something that Russ and I played and if you play Uh uh, if you play Legend of Zelda so the the normal theme is you know right everybody knows this theme right but if you ever got hurt which when you got hurt, there would be a point where you would get hurt and it would. And if you got sort of close to death, there would be this little warning thing that would go off, like beep, beep, beep. But because Nintendo could only ever handle like two series of notes at a time, it would completely uh-huh. as- interfere with the original theme. So it would just be like, da-da-beep, oh, da, da, beep, 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 that'd be that'd beep, da-da-da-beep, beep, You know, which <flowing> is, <laughs> Which to me was like uh, the classic the example. And it was so frustrating. You, you yeah. know, Not only did you want to save also, yourself from dying, you problem problem wanted to be able to hear the damn music. The
1: game. Well, even beyond that, it was like had the opposite effect. Like it was supposed to be a warning bell saying you would better get some heart soon or else you're going to die. But the thing was so annoying that it actually made you actively look for places that's to kill Yes, yourself. exactly. Stop like, <laughs> beeping! The Make beeping! it stop! Make kill me! eat me! Swallow me <laughs> Octorot, into the body! Please, awesome. Octorot, I can't take
2: it! Oh, man. I'm going to test your no, nerdness on sorry. the Nintendo level. I could uh, deal with it our discussion of last week i'm going to test this by giving you a couple of musical cues okay russ what event in the game did this herald when you heard this that would be a secret door or staircase <laughs> revealed <laughs> yes that is correct <laughs> well done <laughs> okay Take what about this one on to the next round what about this one round two Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. what was that
1: Oh well, that's the standard dungeon music. Yes, that is correct.
2: That is correct. All right. Um, how about this? Let's see. Um, ba-da-da-da, ba-da-da-da, That, that sounds like winning
1: the game. Jamed. I never played. Well, but that's what it sounds it's like. It's basically you just
2: captured a piece of the Triforce. Wow. That that is very impressive. Yes, this is all entirely accurate. Yeah. That's 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 pretty good. That's pretty good. Let me say um yeah which shows you but these these moments actually there's a band that uh, a band that's become uh, friends of ours on uh, MySpace on the Rhodes website called the code and their whole thing is they just do music themes from Nintendo games but they're all people who go to Berklee School of Music in Boston so they're phenomenal players so they do like the legend of zelda yeah. and stuff and they do like they do like the theme to mike tyson's punch out and everything but they do it with like you know incredible soloing so just like you know ba da 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 and it's apparently like they have a huge mega tour. Everybody loves them. They're just like, wow, you guys are awesome. You play were Nintendo you, music. Hey, Greg. It's unbelievable. Incidentally, were you just singing
1: the training montage from Mike Tyson's Punch-Out?
2: I sure was. Yeah, absolutely. Let me see. Wow. Oh, geez, let's see. Oh, how about this one? Nintendo reader.
0: <laughs> all right, all right. How about this one? How about this didn't one? we already have a um, map report about useless skills that pay nothing but are still really impressive? But not this particular skill. This Our one.
2: listeners can play along <laughs> at home. Do you recognize this one? It's true. Um, let's see. Um, I uh, fear that any minute you're going to go into ba- Metroid,
1: which is one I didn't play. No, I don't know what that is. Yeah, that's Metroid. Oh, <laughs> As you were saying it, I was yeah, actually singing oh, it. I, I didn't know, but I, didn't predict, oh, I, I did predict. I <laughs> did what it was going to be. So that's, oh, all. that's, that's man. Terrible. That's yeah, really he funny. I got a blind
0: guess out of that one. That's almost better. In that's some ways that. Than that's pretty like fine. Knowing the tune. Like, I really. The next I, one you're going to do is
1: Metroid, which I don't know. Right. Oh yeah? How about Metroid? All right. How about?
0: That's what I already started doing. So shut up.
2: All right. How about this one? How about this one? Tremendous. Do you remember this one?
1: Oh, now you're doing other ones that I don't know, such as Castlevania, or perhaps, um... I didn't even give you Castlevania. The game with the guy who's, who's like, ghosts and goblins. You that's know the it! The ghosts and goblins! Light. You got yeah, it! I know ghosts and goblins. Ghosts of Good goblins. stuff.
2: That's it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's that was the that one. <laughs> yep, that's pretty wow. impressive. Wow. Fucking
1: <laughs> obscure video game, my friend. Yes. So obscure. And that was your second game. This little icon good. running around with the, a suit of armor, and if he ever gets hit anywhere, he is immediately in his underwear. Like yep, that's, that's the right. other stage. Oh, He's that like, game. You know, full suit of armor that was underwear. in the days. It's like in the old <laughs> oh, days man. of
2: debate where you had like hundred teams enter a tournament, and like four would break. Was like, that was in the. That uh, was exactly like when
0: this. When in debate did you immediately go into your underwear? Because that was a different. Well, yeah, well,
2: if you got I hit was, by a point, you went right to your, your part underwear. i in it. You're but a no,
1: suit. And like then someone
2: touches you and you're in your underwear. Uh, no, it's <laughs> so true. Fair. It's so true. No, Ghosts and Goblins was the game. When you were... It was the hardest <laughs> freaking game. <laughs> I remember trip. playing the game, and if you got <laughs> really? the, Russ is right, yeah, if you got yeah, hit twice, you would, you would die, and you would work so hard, you and you would get no to like continues. the third level. No there continues. No
1: save points. Right. There's nothing to help you. It's just, you have to have, like, the perfect sequence of 800,000 button presses, and you get to get hit twice throughout the whole game. Do you remember As the city? hard wow. Russ,
2: do you remember the city with all the elevators that you had oh, to go up I and down? I never
1: even got close to the city. I, oh. I broke my Nintendo <laughs> after, like, the first level. I used to leave. No chance of anything. I would go
2: to school in the morning, and I would leave my Nintendo on with a big post-it note on it saying, do not touch <laughs> Co- console, like, and I, said, I made something up, like, console <laughs> cleaning it's Self. It was a self-cleaning okay. oven or something. And I had the thing on because it was, like, in the middle of the game. And I'm like, I can't do this again. Evil I can't lose it. Now. Yeah. Oh, and all God. And that your
1: family members wouldn't think that you were deranged enough to have keep a save game right. all day long while you Exactly. You're
0: because there was no because password. I, know, that's a the le- good use of electricity.
2: Absolutely. And Legend of Zelda <laughs> came out and it had battery backup. And that was like, ooh, you can save the game. And that was, like, this big deal. I remember yeah. that there I, was, that was that a was game. Dude, what's to there? back then? my friend fish used to do this like
0: two years ago when he lived with me would (laughs) leave save games of zelda no less of like you know zelda 900 the triforce goes you know new york or whatever (laughs) it's called and uh and he would play this this, right he would leave it on all all day while he went to work and it was really awesome during the brief period of time that he was working and I wasn't and so I would be at home with the PS2 all day but he would have left it on on Zelda so I couldn't play the PS2 all day (laughs) while I was home not working looking for jobs for like two hours and then playing video games the rest of the time because of course it was on Zelda saving his game. Because so that it was really fun Because the game I mean, couldn't be saved computer, separately. But I
2: don't understand. He couldn't the way, save well, the game no, there. No, it right? was
0: because there were enough enough gaps between certain save points that were still
1: really hard, oh, and you still didn't want to go oh, through again. Oh, oh yeah. You know,
0: it would be like because it, Zelda apparently limits where you can save and and what you can be, you know, have accumulated between
2: saves. Oh, save I hate book, that. So. That reminds me of something I'll talk about after Russ says what he wants to that. say. Go ahead, Russ. Also,
1: yeah. I was just going to say, Zelda 900, Zelda Goes to New York is actually a biography about a famous phone sex operator. It was not a sequel to the... Uh, <laughs> oh, right. The was the a, got it was uh, <laughs> actually
2: a little known fun fact. I knew
0: there was a reason that Fish wanted to rent that by himself. It's actually God. in the Leisure Suit Larry he, spin-off category. He made, but. Me, made me leave the room, and I was so offended. Now I can forgive him. That's <laughs> good. I was okay, going to say... beaten have know. you
1: beaten Sexy Zelda? <laughs> no, I've never beaten Sexy Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh man, he reminds I me all CSI Special Victims Unit. He would call that sexy CSI.
2: There you go. There you go. Sexy CSI. Like, sexy CSI. <laughs> Isn't that is on.
1: Law and Order?
0: Actually, I mean, I no, no there is, is a CSI New York. Yeah,
2: there is a there no, is a it's CSI, there's not a CSI SVU. Special Victims though. No, that's true. Oh, Law and uh, Order SVU. That's right. Yeah, that's right. right. It was sexy Law and Order. You're right. Um, it reminded right, me. But Russ, when you were talking, it right, reminded me of the whole of the. It reminded me of the whole the the bad game design thing. There was this game which I may I know I've told you I think I've told you guys this story mm-hmm. off of the show. But there is this uh, game that came out for the Nintendo, which was a game called Wizardry. And when the game came out, and there's a whole series of games like on computer that were based on the Wizardry series. And when it came out, the whole thing that they were going for was they were like, it's all about. It's all about game realism. No longer can you just assume that something's going to win. It's all about being realistic. Like, we'll leave aside whether, like, fighting orcs with sword blades is particularly realistic. But we'll, we'll let that out, yeah. right? The, real, so the realism. The hero dies die in the, 10 the first way. ten minutes. Yes. So the here's the, the realistic the part. It's realistic. Exactly. You can't actually win. Oh, You're just going to lose. So frustrating. So here's <laughs> the way they handled their realism, okay? So you've got a dungeon and you've got a dungeon you go into the dungeon and first of all they had no map auto mapping so you had to map everything on graph paper so you're sitting there like a moron like drawing oh, out the I maps like as you go like around that. right oh Those but again awesome. it's, <laughs> you it's you
1: realistic it's realistic right a cartographer in and real life you would have to hire a cartographer <laughs> you would be, <laughs> you be would able to like just save you have it and bring thing. a compass exactly to your computer so because you're going they don't have a compass know, on screen exactly, exactly. I have a floating globe that floats next to you and says turn right cuz i know the map no it's not realism
0: Green is black because you need to bring your own lights. To exactly, experience. it's realistic. Matter of fact, why don't you just make the game yourself? Because that's realistic. <laughs> that's realistic. What you're gonna play? So a
1: game. That's what that's would happen. Crazy. So you've got crazy. the auto map
2: first of all. Now you're walking along, and you've got this party world. of adventurers, right? You're going through this this dungeon. You get attacked. If your characters were, in, were unlucky enough to die, and this was a, a game where the monsters are very difficult, okay, so they would die. Now, under normal circumstances, you'd be like, oh, that sucks, I'm going to have to hit reload. But not in a game based on character realism. Because the minute your party dies, your original save is erased and replaced with a save that has your party, <laughs> so on awesome. your dead party, on level 6 or 7 or whatever it would be. And you have to go find the party that of people. Awesome. Now, how do you find the party of people you ask? Well, in Character Realism, you would get a new party to go find them. A party which is not leveled up to get down to where your original party got. So you have to level your party up and get down to the party that you originally found to rescue their bodies. Uh, but when you get down there, you so don't cool. find them in the same spot. Because in a realistic world, the monster would loot the body and take it with them. So it's all in different places. This is the <laughs> <I> mean- <laughs> if they had said, <laughs> now you would take a rusty knife heard. and plunge it into your right eyeball. Like, I mean, I was like, what kind of a game is this? Like, because it's realism. It's character, real- character realism. I was like, what are you talking about? Oh,
1: this is realism.
2: Oh. Because if you ate this gruel for three
1: days in a row, your character would have diarrhea. <laughs> she will spend the next three exactly. hours on the video game toilet. And character can't realism. not anymore because you're addicted exactly. to it.
2: Exactly. And your wife no. in game is
1: oh. killing at you because you go out adventuring and drinking <laughs> ale all the time. So you lose five Points of charisma. Congratulations.
2: Congratulations. It's, it's character realism. And I was just like, it's if true. I wanted realism, I wouldn't be playing a goddamn video game in Nintendo and naming myself Sir Lurkalard or Sir Lord of God or whatever the hell you name yourself. It's not realistic to begin with. I like Lurkalard. Uh, Lorkalard God. <laughs> God. <laughs> Sorry uh,
0: Lorkalard Realistic <sighs> Very poorly oh, yeah, Character realism
2: name. I just swear to, That's I swear. not like
0: one of these Advanced cool names
2: Then you had the opposite yeah, Of realism totally Where you realistic. had a game Like Rad Racer Which was supposed to be 3D And involved those Red and green glasses That you would put on Which basically made your, eye, eye, your vision very blurry But really had nothing At all to do with 3D Like then you were Just looking at it And your vision was so blurry That basically The whole TV screen Had become 3D, but it wasn't like your car specifically had become 3D. So that oh, was never fully speaking successful. Speaking of which,
1: yeah, there were a lot of bad Nintendo 3D things that were basically designed to give you an epileptic seizure yeah. because they were just flash colors in the background. Hey, it like you didn't have 3D. What you would die. 3D realism. <laughs> I feel like that would be very bad. <laughs> the glasses are basically seizure protection glasses that you have to wear or else you will get seizures. And then. While watching them, you know, not getting a seizure is the equivalent of a good gaming experience. But Bill Simmons yes. in his most recent realistically, column. Realistically, about- if I were fighting a monster, I would have <laughs> I would have an epileptic seizure. Would that seizure. That's, that's what happen to
0: me, realistically. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And occasionally well, the psychological trauma would get to me, and I would need to stop for many, many days. And just rest well, in a hospital. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: You're gonna have to pay for this inn another night because you had flashbacks all night and couldn't sleep, and you didn't gain any hit points back. Realistically, we <laughs> were flipping out, and, and you've been and you were stoned out of the inn because realistically, too. Right. right? We
2: were afraid of epileptics back in the day, so realistically, you wouldn't be able to make it in this inn, so we had to send you away, and
1: yeah,
2: uh, you have awesome. a seizure. You're
1: now in a sanitarium. <laughs> and the guards are level 17. <laughs>
2: Shit! You can get them back. Just level up another party to level 17. Get them to the sanitary... Oh, God. It's just... You know, at a certain no, point... just explain to them that you're on a computer. Then they'll let you right out of the <laughs> yeah, sanitary. exactly. Right this way! Oh, exactly. God, this is so real. stupid. It's a video game! There was... A, there. Oh, so the actual... Yeah. yeah
1: that I was going to make uh, yeah. is that Bill Simmons' latest column about the crazy binge festival that was the yeah, I read that. all-star game in Vegas. He apparently got into something where they showed him this new version of a 3D TV, which I, I guess is just not out yet. Like It doesn't exist other than on these trials. It's in bases. that room that the Story he, he says watched.
2: exists where all technology is kept. That's where it is right now.
1: Right, so they decided to build exactly. him, and they released the next level of technology, which right,
2: was right. 3D HDTV. And he saw up. a replay
1: of yeah, uh, a amen. playoff game between the Phoenix Suns and L.A. Lakers, and he, he said something to the effect of, it was the most exciting slash scariest thing I've ever seen on TV in my <laughs> life. Because it was like Kobe <laughs> was taking jump shots from his lap, and he like, was <laughs> like really
2: freaked out by the whole experience. This was part of the crazy thing going on in Vegas this last weekend. Yeah, the Vegas thing apparently is getting—it's getting worse and, and worse. No apparently, there's all this stuff that's come out about how—and apparently, it's going exactly against what Vegas wants because Vegas is always about—you know—what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. And now they're like, this is so bad that we don't ever want to have a situation where these people, like—you know—they—they're just—they're just torn. They don't want to reveal right, how bad it really was, but in Vegas. right. Oh,
1: by the way. Their their ad campaigns totally violate that credo of Las Vegas. Like, have you seen the one with the guy who mows the guy's lawn, and then he, he extorts him for, like, twice as much money because he saw the guy in Vegas having – he's like, well, I was just in Vegas, and I had fun. But you were having a really good time. No, I haven't seen that. Like, so $80, huh? Well, basically, wow. he, like, asks for $80 instead opposite. of 30 yeah. for his lawn being mode, And I'm like, that's not what happens in Vegas days in yeah. Vegas. That's what happens in Vegas haunts you for the rest of your Cracks life and you down. your yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's the opposite.
0: Tracks you down and feeds you to the dogs and takes you out behind the woodshed.
1: That's exactly <laughs> Which what is not as catchy want you to as think slogan. about it. Yeah. No. That's yes. not so much a slogan. <laughs>
0: What happens in Vegas is like a nightmare come to real life.
2: It just seems like, on on face, it seems like it's a bad combination of things. Like, you would think that putting together the NBA All-Stars and bringing a bunch of, like, you know, rappers and, you know, the entourages and so forth that that is associated with the NBA and putting them in Vegas and then being like, have fun, is not, that's not really the combination that you want. I just, you know, I just don't think that's likely to be a marriage made in heaven, ultimately. It's not, you know, not likely to work out. So you don't think they're about to get
0: a franchise?
2: Well, I mean, they they uh, you know—they well, keep acting they, they like they do, but I mean, did you right. see the mayor of the city who had these two showgirls on his arm? He's like, hello, it's Vegas. Everything's like this. This is Vegas realism. Well, In Vegas, <laughs> of course you have showgirls. It's realistic. Everybody has Vegas showgirls. Vegas is a video
0: game, is basically what you're <laughs> it's saying. It's the reverse yeah. video game, it's a yeah. a video game. And, and this weekend was like Dark Age of Camelot, where the video game comes home to pay the piper, and it actually has consequences. And it like real-world consequences, and yeah. The rest of your life. There well and like, one of the oh things no. Simmons mentioned yep. in his
1: column In Vegas, chips gamble you. <laughs> in Vegas, <laughs> horse pimp you. <laughs> there was
2: In Vegas, death <laughs> kills you. Oh jeez. Oh. <laughs> there was this guy, uh Bill Simmons said That's that there awesome. in the column that there's this rapper whose name was like E forty, there were rumors that he'd been shot and, and Simmons said everyone was trying to figure out who the hell is E forty? Like it's just like is this guy did you ever heard of him? Is he really a rapper? Like why and it's like, okay, if it's true right you shouldn't now, it's care the, the street where there was a shooting. Yeah, it's like there's a shooting and they're like, right. I think that was yeah. a rapper. And they cared less about the shooting than no, the fact it that it might have been a rapper and,
1: a bingo game, I and think. whether he existed. And then somebody yeah. was like,
2: Oh my
0: god Yeah, it was a he video game forty. Yeah, E forty. It wasn't E three.
2: No, B-40. it was actually forty instead. There you uh, go. I mean, right, but, there you go. but does it seem logical to you yeah. guys put a bass, a freaking all-star game in Vegas? Doesn't that just seem like you're asking for trouble? Yeah, I think well, the other. Well, quote I, I think that you I love might in my want article. trouble
1: was Simmons speculating about how the next generation of the NBA draft will have such stars as, uh, like, Zing Studemeyer because they were celebrating the Chinese New Year at the same time in the same town. <laughs> so, like, oh, all no. the crazy
2: parties. Oh, of no. of, like, Chinese African-American oh, superstar no. basketball players. Oh, no. That's tremendous. That's disturbing on lots of levels. Well, we're all, all on our too way much fun at the to being
0: in that one race anyway. Might as well speed up the
2: party. Right.
1: It, send everyone
2: to Vegas at the same time. It's the NBA diversity program in reverse. It's reverse divert. Reverse diversity. That's <laughs> their, that's their, that's their new slogan. It's it's reverse it's diversity. Reverse diversity. It's Reversity. It's
0: Reversity. <laughs> get on the get on the train. English professor. Oh god. I no, was the last one to that.
2: Reversity. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little disturbing so sweet. I don't know. Not so it just yeah, seems like not a logical then when thing to do. You
0: discriminate based you discriminate in favor of the minorities based on reversity, it's reverse reversity. (laughs) Or just itty.
2: If this causes you to have an epileptic seizure, congratulations, you're playing Rad (laughs) Racer, the 2007 edition. Way, Way to go. Um, But, like, even even the freaking halftime show. Like, first of all, I watched for some reason, I watched part of this All-Star game, which was horrible. Like, if you watch the people playing, they were throwing passes out of bounds. But this one was worse than usual, and it was totally because you could tell that half of them were drunk because they just, like, they had no idea what they were doing. They're throwing balls all over the place. It's terrible. And the halftime show had the following combination of people. See if you guys can figure this out, because I certainly couldn't. It starts out with um, Tony Braxton. Because she's doing a Vegas show. Okay, fine. So she sings her thing, whatever. Okay, then you she get... Sung she's the theme so not to an all uh, Right, yes. Right. There you no. go. Then there's five minutes of Cirque du Soleil. And I kid you not, the audience... You could hear a pin drop in the crowd because the crowd is like... What the hell is this? Like they keep panning to like Diddy and like Jay Z, and they're like they just got done, you know, hanging out with Tony Braxton. It's like now they have guys like you know flipping, you know, flipping hoops at each other and like jumping up and down and like you know, a lost, you know, like the typical Cirque du Soleil stuff. And they're all like, uh, and then they follow wait, wait, that wait, wait. up like what? with Christina Aguilera and like a streetcar named Desire. Yeah. With oh, okay. Clowns. Yeah, basically. But they're doing, like, you know, the Cirque du Soleil. You guys know the basic thing where they have, like, you know, acrobats, and it's all a little bit sort of weird and artistic. And and then you combine that with Christina Aguilera. So you basically had hip-hop, super artsy Montreal, and Aguilera! then and then hip-hop again. It was so weird. Yeah. And unusual. yeah I, I like that.
1: the Tom Jones singing the national anthem in like eight different ways or they they let him do like every bit that he's ever done every show tune like, <laughs> between <laughs> announcing players yeah, it wasn't was
2: it really Wayne bad. no it was Wayne Newton it wasn't Tom Jones it was Wayne Newton that's who? Did I, what did I say? You said Tom oh, yeah, Jones. Tom
1: Jones is like dead
2: or something. No, he's not dead. He's the other guy that wasn't there. <laughs> he's the other guy. He should be. Wayne Newton, whose face looked enough. as <laughs> if he had had plastic surgery done like on every consecutive day for the last ten years. His face, like he yeah, his yeah. face
1: is made of silly putty. Yes, it's interesting.
2: Yeah. Do you think that if he, like, missed the news one
1: day that he could just, like, roll over the newspaper with his face and then look in the mirror and then read it when <laughs> he, he was could, at work?
2: He could bounce himself off the floor. He could do that. That will be a part of what he could do. <laughs> <laughs> It's so true. <laughs> he could turn himself into like a gargoyle if he wanted to, just to scare people. He'd like pull up the sides of his face and make little <laughs> horns and be like, <laughs> "Exactly." Ah. And he also—that's what he was doing when he was singing, because he was lip—he was lip-syncing, of course, which is my number one pet peeve about any of these people who like don't have the ability to just lip-sync. It just drives me nuts. Like, sing it live, and if you sound terrible, that shows you shouldn't be singing. Don't, don't lip-sync, please. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Why don't Why don't you like lip-syncing? Because it's cheating. It's cheating an audience, which is expecting a live performance. It basically is showing that you're not capable of doing a live version, so you have to record it beforehand. if you don't respect the audience at all, so it doesn't matter? Well, I guess if you don't respect the audience and you don't respect yourself, then I guess you're Wayne Newton. So yeah, I guess that does fit, actually, now that I think of it. It all, it all comes together in a way I hadn't thought of before. Thanks, Russ.
1: What if you had like the best performance of your life in the studio, and that you could never recreate it again? So you just congratulations, it's called an album that you really nailed. They it.
2: have these things called albums that you can release <laughs> that people buy in stores and on what? iTunes. It's amazing. Your best performance was
0: in someone else's studio, and the only way you can recreate that is by lip-syncing. <laughs> I don't have any idea what you just said. To carry
1: the CD of the recording in the other <laughs> studio, and it's not... You can't publish it. Yeah. He did That one Seriously. guy has to follow you around going into the booths and sticking it in when you're about to <laughs> do With that one CD. Yeah. It's getting all old the and The only CD broken that allowed to be made of what happened. Oh, my God. It's like the holy Come grail on, of CDs. It cannot be duplicated. You guys
2: are right. In this extraordinarily <laughs> likely scenario that you've painted, which clearly could happen at any moment, there's uh, no question. <laughs> no I no was just talking
0: about Melli Vanelli, but...
2: It's totally reasonable. Did know, you guys yeah. hear they're what making if, a movie about Milli Vanilli? Your Did you recording? hear about that? They're doing a movie on oh. Milli Vanilli. No. Yep. They sure
1: are. That's but wait, awesome. I have another. What if? What if the studio recording is recorded on like an eight-track and there are no eight-track to CD converters left in the world, Ooh. but they have eight-track players Ooh. so that you can lip-sync to it, but you can never release it in a mass media format because it's like old broken technology. Um, yeah. Then. What then? What if it was on a wax cylinder, and the wax cylinder was far too fragile to like make duplicates of it? But you could bring the apparatus that was made in 1910 that played the wax cylinder <laughs> recording of the guy, and he would it, a that. studio? System? Oh, i
0: so down with this. That's, That's ridiculous.
1: So this. Yeah, yeah, and then they plug it into the PA. And they plug the wax cylinder record player into yeah. the which, which fortunately happens <laughs> to have a nice
2: S and S audio and S video out and out of the wax cylinder machine. that doesn't fit in any other respect, but well, you, you can't to, record it. You have
1: to Go to Radio Shack first. <laughs> it's too
2: yeah. It's, it's too to fragile Shack, to make a recording, but it's not too adapters. fragile to play through it through a PA. I'm I'm totally down with this. This do you totally think Radio Shack sense.
1: has the, the wax cylinder 2S video output adapter? Dude, I would argue I that if Radio Shack
2: ever went out of business, society would collapse because we would have nowhere to get the little thing that you always can only get to fix your phone, say, or if you have, like, a little, like, mic stand thing. Like, no one what else I'm possesses this but how, Radio Shack.
0: How Radio Shack manages to stay stocked with all of those because, really, you shouldn't manage to be able oh. to do that. There are, like, twenty-seven nine thousand. Different kinds of those. I agree. And you really shouldn't be able to have them all at once.
2: That's true. And they almost it's have. Totally they all. Crazy. They have the majority of them. Do you yeah. know also that Radio Shack employees are paid by straight commission? Can you imagine how many little widgets, like how many little TV antenna widget things you have Jeez. to sell? that can't be true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I knew that the manager. Can not be true. I, my old manager, my EV, oh my, my electronics boutique, was a manager whose he wasn't. He was salary, but all of his employees were paid on commission. Holy cow. Entirely? <laughs> oh, this explains? Yes. Things. Now you know why when you come One in, they're like, sir, I, I can sell you batteries. Sir, spec. I can sell you anything. Sir, sir,
1: please. Yeah. <laughs> And I wanted a phone, like a backup phone for my portable phone, one that did not require to be plugged in, so A I could use it in a power outage, and B, if my one ran out of batteries, I could just switch over without having to have it charged. Right. And the guy looked at me with such disdain for wanting this no-frills phone. He's like, Is this for your grandma? And I'm like, I just need a phone, <laughs> dude, and I don't want it to be plugged in. What is your problem? And it's obviously because it was the cheapest were, possible phone that he could sell. It meant that he you wore, were making sell me the him,
2: ninety-five dollar phone. You were doing him like to rice a for another night like there'll be no going out to dinner for him it was wow. right one more time that's, that's totally why
0: you should have just been oh, like if only sense. you'd known the system and you could have been like yeah it is and i'm going to buy it from that guy over there <laughs> bye he gets my 80 cents yeah. commission, not exactly. you. exactly like yeah. yeah seriously no it's if you totally get true for this 80 cents i'm gonna find someone who's gonna be grateful yeah, it's true. <laughs> Not bad of you.
2: And a lot of these employees too That's were like awesome. disturbingly up on everything. Like I went in to get a watch battery, and you know, you guys know that watch batteries change like every five seconds, and everything goes away. And this is now equivalent to something like else. watch
0: battery monthly. Yeah, and, and the guys are really like, "Oh, it. that like, you want a P know two know five stuff.
2: six eight, and this is what you want is just like, how do you know this? What what have you removed from your brain and so you, you can, can store it in that green. information? I'll
1: paint it for you myself. <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah, just buy the paint so, so I can eat. a lot of things about Radio
1: Shack. It really makes, like, for instance, w- haven't you ever wondered why Radio Shack sells all of those absurd things that have nothing to do with what Radio Shack is about, like, remote-controlled cars, Radio. and, oh, yeah. and or cell Shack. phones, and, right. like, well, no, Radio Shack is supposed to be the uber-techy place where you get adapters, right. and, like, peripherals, and little things that you can't get anywhere else, like, proprietary sure. things, yeah. but then they also have, like, remote-controlled right. cars, and, like, toys, and I think the reason that they have those is because occasionally they'll just have some fabulous salesman who can sell anything. And so he's always going to shoot for the high end. He's like, well, are you're here to get that... Y adapter for your stereo, how about buying a new TV and a remote control car for your kid? And the guy's like, sure. And you're like, see? That's why we need That's those so things. so true. so that Jim, the awesome salesman, can make commission. Dude, so if, I, if, I I told you, his
2: if I told you some of the stories about how stores make decisions on how to stock things, it's distressing. Like, there was a point where electronics fatigue, this is right before I left, had made the decision that it was going to start stocking things that were always high margin. And the problem was, they were always like, look, the great thing about selling a used game, this this is a true story. Do you know that there's a there's a Burger King game that they sold in Burger King for Xbox? If you bought a value meal, you could buy a game yeah, for 99 yeah, cents. Yeah, you could buy new. it for 99 yeah. cents. Do you know that EB <laughs> got, bought that when you s- trade that game into EB, they mark it up to 7.99? I'm not making this up. They sell the Burger King <laughs> game for seven dollars <laughs> and ninety-nine cents.
1: Awesome.
2: <laughs> right? Dude, that is high margin. So you can't argue with margin like that. Yeah, and the they were greatest, just like, "This margin, it's margin. margin." I'm like, dude, you know what's high margin? Porn. Porn is incredibly high margin. Stolen hubcaps are great margin. We could sell <laughs> yeah. stolen you know hubcaps, sell? and we'd have some serious E-B margin. Should but should
1: converted store
2: to sell porn, hubcaps, and soda,
1: and it'll just like make money like. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like if Cause Cause profit. Oh, my God. video oh, we'll games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like oh, my God. like a super large soda for $6. <laughs> yeah. It has two cents worth of syrup in it. Yay!
2: Yeah, it's true. Dude. High margin.
0: <laughs> and knockoff Rolexes. Don't forget those. The margin on those is amazing.
2: Oh, that's totally true, <laughs> Yeah. Man. There was and a point where they sold oh, Pokemon man. boxers. High margin is high margin. They sold Pokemon <laughs> Boxer boxers. Boxer shorts. Boxer shorts. Pokemon boxer shorts. Yes, they did. They sold Pokemon boxer shorts. (laughs) They're high margin. What? I sold an action figure, okay, that was a guy, it was from a comic book, it was a guy sitting in an electric chair, and you could press a button and watch as the guy electrocuted in the box. Why? Because it's a really high margin product. Clearly because no one else in the world (laughs) bought it, because they were horrified that they were selling to teenagers and children (laughs) a man who was being electrocuted in an electric... Electric chair.
1: Clearly, and you sold it to some unsuspecting kid. You, know what, Who you dumb, know what I actually did? You know what I actually did? I sold it. sitting in his fun. Seat
2: you know what I did? I sold one didn't even to an understand adult. That he was being electrocuted. Well, no, what happened was I sold it. <laughs> I sold it to an adult. I had no idea what it was because I hadn't seen it before. As he's walking out, he's like, "Check this out!" and he presses the button, and I'm like. Oh, my God. And I literally took the other three we had in the store and put them in the back room. And my, the, my <laughs> store manager, the, my not my store manager, but the guy who was the, the district manager, came by once. He's like, well, what are these doing in the back room? And I'm like, you know, I'm sorry. I, I refused I, I can't sell these. And to my face, he's like, oh, that's fine. I understand. You have a moral thing about it. He later told my store manager, you tell that Wilson. He's got to sell whatever we sell, whatever else. This is the same guy he who had sells, shown us sells. he was electrocuting man. He had become so unpopular. And people. <laughs> (laughs) People hated him so much that sales had dropped in his district, so he actually, at one point, gave us the kids' speech. He showed us a picture of his children, and he said, You see this picture? If you don't sell products like the electric chair guy, I can't feed my children. This wow! <laughs> this guy was a t- awesome. the biggest tool dude, on the planet. Dude, I, I is, just, oh. uh, yeah. And people wonder why electronics. It's the moral low ground. Oh god, it was ridiculous. Great low
1: ground. They used too. to be a great I store, and then they became EB about
2: boxers and electric chair guys. Was, and seven ninety nine for Burger for King that. games. Wow! Unbelievable. Yeah.
1: Oh, See, the problem with, margin items. I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I don't Russ. need to segue no, just ahead. yet. No, I'm not segueing. Okay. Go.
0: No, I was just going to say that the the basic and obvious problem is that as much as everyone knows that you can always go to Radio Shack for whatever you happen to need that's techy and obscure, no one is looking to EB as like, here's some random crap that nobody wants. <laughs> oh, I exactly. know where I can get that. EB. Where do we get Pokemon Boxers? I don't know where to get There's no Pokemon Boxers store. Boxes. Go to EB. Or- <laughs> I know. What about the? Where do you get the? The boxers that electrocute you, or the the toy with Pokemon, or maybe it's the other way. Something like it's, yeah, it's EB. It's absolutely you right too. We became you're like where would I get that? We became I don't know. like another yeah. version
2: of Dappy, which is a store that sells like you know whoopee cushions and those stupid neon like, <laughs> yeah, like neon Chokky waterfall store. paintings. You know, like the dollar store. The paintings you paint. The yeah, yeah store. those ones you that the you like turn store. in. You like plug in the sign and the waterfall like lights up and that like that's what we became. We became that kind of a store. Like it was except yeah, instead of selling because things that are worth a dollar... It's called Oz. Yeah. Same so kind of thing. Instead of selling the dollar store items for
0: a dollar, you mark them up to $7.99. You can't make it up. <laughs> oh, you just can't, you can't make it up. You can't margin like that.
2: It's unbelievable. Yeah. At
0: one point, they had a, a
2: plan. That's they had a thing up. that they had put in called a frequent buyer club. And the theory was that if you <laughs> bought, um, that you would get, get a, a certain potion, percentage...
0: my box, they free. Yeah. Well, so
2: it was a certain percentage that you would get off of the games. But what we figured out was to, because the game, I forget what the freaking buyer cost, I think it was like $50 to become a member or something, to actually buy out the worth of the card that you had spent You would have to buy somewhere in the order of $750 worth of product in a given year to make up for the car. So we'd be explaining to these people, like this mother who clearly is buying this thing for her kid, and it's like his birthday, and she's never been in the store before. She's like, well, you know, ma'am, you look like a frequent buyer to me. If you pay $50, (laughs) you can save 5% on these big games. And if you spend, on average, $100 per day, $100 per month, you'll be just, right for the frequent buyer club oh my god and and that was you know (laughs) (laughs) it's ridiculous and the same guy was like don't you want to sell them don't you want to help me feed my children well then you better sell frequent buyer club cards if you want to help me feed my children It's like, dude, can't you just set up wow. a sweatshop
1: of kids who weave baskets for you and get it over sure, with? Sure, that's like, who's getting us our product just go anyway. Just money for your kids. Jeez. Just do what you need to do. <laughs> like, enough of this electric chair, man, and go make the real just, money. Oh. Open a sweatshop. Go to law school or something. Oh, well, it's yeah. ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> we, made,
2: do it. we would sell action figures <laughs> nice. for, for characters that I had never heard of. The big one was Mr. Bob. There was an action figure guy named Mr. Bob. It's like, what the hell is this? They're like, oh, it's Mr. Bob. He's he's really popular with the kids. I never saw one person. Mr. Bob was there from the time that I got there to the time that I left, gathering dust in the back of the store. Mr. Bob had occupied the same rack for like the last five years. No one knew who Mr. Bob was, why he was connected to games, what he had to do. He was not a comic book guy. He was just Mr. (laughs) Bob, and he was just in this dusty, like, increasingly. And they kept him on the books, and like, eventually, they had marked him down so far that I think it actually cost more. 70s yeah. of Mr. Bob. Yeah. I think it cost uh, more to pay somebody good. to dust Mr. Bob than to actually have just given him away. Like I think that's that's actually how bad it got. They're like it's margin. He's great margin. It cost us like nothing to buy. If people yeah, dude, buy it, you know. Mr. Bob is paying rent for his space on your
1: shelf. there. <laughs> I guess that's so. valuable space. To. If anybody buys Mr. it. Mr. Bob is living Not on. Not to
0: mention the lost credibility
1: of having Mr.
0: Bob well, it. In your Well, that's it. And store. that's the problem. Yeah. Well, Nobody I ever want bought to buy them.
1: This video game, but then, I saw the Mr. Bob toy, and I said, I'm going to go to a reputable establishment. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, it's <laughs> totally <laughs> true. We're the place that they based so, everything on their games. reputation.
2: <laughs> they were like, oh, this is great, because it's margin. I'm like, but if nobody buys it, you never get the margin, right? Like, if nobody ever buys it, it's not going to matter. <laughs> <laughs> if I sell a hubcap that I stole no. for 50 bucks, that's a 100 trillion percent margin. <laughs> Greg, unless you
1: never buy the stolen hubcap. If the margin hubcap. is high enough. Greg, if the margin's high enough, even if you don't sell any of them, you make something. (laughs) Look, if you get like nine hundred thousand percent profit margin and you sell zero, you divide by zero. I swear to God! (laughs) I swear to God! Just do it, or I won't be able to feed my kids. I need to feed my kids, (laughs) because they divided by zero. Oh (laughs) um, God! The the other thing. I was going to say before, speaking of of margin-based enterprises, Coca-Cola is in trouble. And this is obviously my favorite story of the week. This is not going to surprise you guys. Sure. My favorite news story of the week, Coca-Cola is in deep doo-doo. Because the price of corn has skyrocketed due to ethanol production. And so the corn syrup that was like the cheapest sugar substitute in the known world is now no longer so cheap. And so now Coca-Cola and other soda companies are like freaking out because they can't make their stupid, cheap-ass co- uh, corn-based death drinks and sell them at huge margins. Can so they just do the Splenda? But the margin is, so so margin huge. is so the, huge. Huge. the margin is so huge. My kids. <laughs> well, there are like <laughs> huge economic I'm implications coke, fire, behind cars. this. Like, basically, like, farm uh. subsidies have caused corn prices to be low for so long, which is why corn syrup became the main substitute for just sugar. And so, what this might actually cause large conglomerates that produce all these crappy foods to do is to actually open up free trade with third world countries like in South America, who actually produce cane sugar, and import the cane sugar because it's finally financially feasible to do it. Wait, so do you so mean that, that Coke actually, is going to become you know, give healthier? Some
2: fair trade practice because it'll be real sugar because that's what would happen.
1: Not only could it become healthier. But it could start supporting, like, agriculture in third-world nations that have been outcompeted competed by our farm subsidies. Wouldn't it be ironic because of ethanol? If, Bush's, if
2: Bush's ethanol plan actually <laughs> creates something that the WTO couldn't do for all of its terrible anti-civil rights laws? That's very, very funny. I know. Wow. So it's very exciting. Despite the fact that ethanol pretty much for
1: people who don't live in like Iowa way. and yeah all this yeah it's a yeah. yeah, total dead end alternative fuel technology right. is not going to help at all but if it makes the price of corn go up it could yield some Can good I fish. ask why
2: we haven't thought so that part why is go. solar can, can we can, what happened to solar power can we get back to solar power why did solar power go away is is that just like oh, the last last so week we, news we passed the, the
0: big thing in California I mean pro solar power
1: well yeah you know
2: where we have sun
1: out here yeah, but see, but California... A, you know, I've been the following the financial markets. It's all the new rage. Like, everyone's like, oh my God, you can actually invest in alternative energy companies and they will actually make money now. And people are getting excited about it. Because it's now not just for the greens. It's like people who want to make money investing can actually do something they don't feel horrible about. Wow. So, that's it's actually becoming more popular now. So,
2: is it true then that companies yeah. are actually pursuing was, alternatives for the first time? Like, they finally figured out that, like, they see the writing on the wall and they really...
1: well. Yeah, I mean, companies like, I'm not going to give any credit to companies like BP and Shell, but they do devote millions of dollars to research on these things because they want to corner the market when it happens and they want to make the money off of it. So, I mean, yeah, hmm. to right. that extent, sure. And
0: if they control the technology, they can drive it into the ground as long as there's oil and make sure that we don't see it until the absolute that's true. last right. possible Exactly. Drop like of oil, the original, the original really like big the cars. Plan. Yeah, like the cars yeah, swear, that in Europe. You want
2: to talk and, about big margin. Or the cars that in Europe have gotten like 80 miles a gallon <laughs> for years, and we've never seen them over here. And instead, we're supposed to go gaga over the fact that an H to Hummer 2 gets 20 miles a gallon. And that's supposed to make us fall over in, in shock because it gets 20 miles to a be gallon. Aware,
0: that, that's not why we're supposed to go gaga over the Hummer? Well, we're I know, but
2: they, but that part of it—they claim they're, they're environmentally, spoopy, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: What, <laughs> yeah. what I was going to mention is, I love how these new like chevy silverado commercials like they'll even mention the mpg even if it's crappy they're like with 21 mpg I know. highway Clea says this all like, the time it's like what are
2: you that talking sucks. about i know it's Do terrible people really want to know it,
1: how bad their mpg is on their brand new they're truck they're just proving like, that it's not that? too
0: they're just proving yeah. that you actually can <laughs> drive certain distances on the freeway without
1: <laughs> running with for better, gas, better gas, miles you know. per gallon yeah. Than, yeah. A than a sherman tank vehicles such as the Humvee, the Sherman tank, the Caterpillar <laughs> exactly. moving crane, a cruise ship, the bulldozer,
0: the <laughs> horse-drawn cart. You, no matter how much gas, you put the in the horse-drawn ship. cart, it would not go any further.
1: <laughs> <laughs> However, oh my god, seventy five gallons a knot. This is the least fuel efficient trip ever. I'm getting the true right now. You realize that a Sherman tank
2: canoe with paddles. It's true. You know a Sherman tank does get about three to four gallons per mile, right? That's actually true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah not designed for long you know, distance wait, travel. Can I
1: ask you a question, guys? What will the price of oil be before they ban NASCAR? I'm just waiting for the oh, day nice. when the economists are like, I'm sorry, you can't, you can't have this sport anymore because the price of oil is too high. And even if you pack the stands with 300,000 people, you're not paying for the gas that you use. That'll up. be the so day that stop. Jeff
2: Gordon goes, what? That's and he takes a right, right turn for the first time and everybody crashes <laughs> all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> NASCAR. It's got to happen eventually. Interested.
1: You just can't have NASCAR in this world and just think it's okay that we're just doing this.
2: I used to have a guy. I, don't, I don't see it happening. Who, oddly enough, worked with me at EB, who used to claim that NASCAR was the most uh, responsible, socially responsible sport. He claimed it was a sport, which I thought was amusing. Yeah. Most Because he's like, where else would you have, in a hurricane or a tornado, would you have somebody open up their entire, you know, their entire racetrack mm-hmm. and help all these people, give these people a place to live? I'm like, like uh, that would be any sports arena where there's been a natural disaster in the history of the United States. Other than that, you're completely right. Like, yeah. well, w- <laughs> But he just claimed they were just nice people. All the
1: NASCAR people. drivers are from Missouri, where the tornado <laughs> is. Like, <laughs> exactly. yeah, they're
2: going to go help out the people. Oh, totally counts. true. Totally true. Come on. I don't see the appeal. I see the appeal of Grand Prix racing because it's racing along these little European cities and there's all this different... Like, I can see the appeal of that. I don't understand what the appeal is of watching people go around and around on a track for three hours in the same direction. And the only time you screw up is if you Especially, take a right when Instead there's no left.
1: clear and there's no clear notation of like who's in the lead lap. It's like do you have to like watch it on T V in a little handheld T V to know right. who's winning the Plus, race? Would
2: you care? So there's no
1: there's no for the like, first 100 laps yellow line like they have in the NFL for the first down. Right. You need, like, some blue LED light to, like, <laughs> highlight the car being like, I'm in the lead. I win. Or, you know, he starts playing the ice cream truck theme song <laughs> as soon as he's in the lead. So you can see the... It's like Twisted like Metal. <laughs> Just watching the cars drive around at random makes no it's sense. It's true.
2: And, and, like... I'm in the fifth lap. Why lap. do you I'm care the, the Daytona 500? Nobody
1: knows who's where. Until
2: you hit, like, lap 400, why should you care? Like really, why should you care? Should should you care about? I mean, like, it's not like anything happens in those unless you crash, and then they get into crashes, and somehow they walk away from these crashes most of the time, although no one knows how, and that's the only thing you wait for: crashes and the last, you know, 50 laps, maybe. Oh, yeah, I I see. That's a lot of attention. How do the drivers even know? How do the drivers know who's winning the race? Well, probably they're like they just their crew.
1: Passing people. Are they lapping people? Are they winning? Are they losing? Well, their
2: pit crew probably tells them
1: like. How does the crew? How does anybody know? <laughs> who keeps? Is there like one guy who keeps track of everything
2: and just relays it to the entire crowd by way of association? That'd be awesome. The guy's just sitting above it. That's his one job. And if he like has a bad day and he happens to fall asleep, all of a sudden they're like, "Who's the lead? Uh, Mark Martin. Mark Martin's in the lead. Congratulations, Mark Martin. I, I don't know what I was. Four hundred cars back. No, shut up. You're the lead. Mark Martin is leading." Somehow. You win. You win. <laughs> I mean yeah. I can't think of any other way to do it. I mean there's gotta be some way. Um, but it's it's amazing. Plus I just I mean, it, talk about it. it's just not a sport. I'm sorry. It has nothing to do with you. It has to do with the car. It has everything to do with whether the car's good. Like you know? I don't Oh, that's my other
1: favorite thing this week. With all of the new allegations if you watch SportsCenter which has been heavily focused on NASCAR to my dismay. Like there are all these scandals <laughs> now because NASCAR is crazy. <laughs> um, I mean it's the same Barbaro! thing. <laughs> they may as well do just Barbara is is breathing well but irregular heartbeat. Oh god, shoot Barbara in the head. Please, please. Um all of the stories this week have been about NASCAR cracking down on the drive teams about irregularities in the cars like who gives a shit? I mean, isn't that the whole point? Is that like these guys are trying to build the most souped-up illegal crazy car? cars that you well, can no. come up you with? Well, no. You know what it is? And whoever comes up with the most illegally souped-up to learn rocket-fueled car that wins.
0: W- that there were rules about the cars. Oh NASA. yeah, man. Like, right? Why I, would there seem? Why would there be rules? What rule? Would have you, you guys heard do? of restrictor like, plates? Uh, isn't the whole point making a better car? You guys
2: heard of restrictor plates? This relates like, exactly to maybe, what you just said.
0: Maybe you can't do, like... A razor-lined car, like you can't put razors in that. That'd the hot be awesome. Dips. But other you than can't that, like you, can't go,
1: you can't build you can't missiles in Ben yeah. her,
0: Anything you saw in Ben her is illegal. Aww. That's about it. That's pretty much the limit.
1: But uh, and you can't I, whip the other drivers no. by sticking your yeah, whipping exactly. hand That the That'd be awesome. Exactly. Like, and No
0: Latin, no freaking Latin. But this is what it is. And no Charlton been on the dude. Course. That's
1: exactly but what it is. is that's fine. that's what no restrictor plates are. This is not. Spy <laughs> restrictor
2: either. plate racing is. Uh, restrictor plate <laughs> racing is where all of the cars are limited at a certain top speed, which means if you think about it, you really can't pass anybody. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, the worst thing you could do in a race, restrictor plate, means that everyone just goes at the same speed. Like, nothing changes. You can't pass them because they're as fast as you are. So, it's just, you just all go at the same speed in one big mass, like a Greek chorus, like running together around the stage, and you just keep, like, going around the track in one massive group until the race concludes. Like, that's basically what you're talking about. Those are the rules, and when you put those rules in place any they're terrible other format yeah.
1: for a race where that makes sense where you you will cap the top speed of a racer in a race is there any other context where that makes any sense would you be like in a marathon you'd be like well you can't go over 18 miles an hour you're disqualified <laughs> exactly but why because you can't. Because we made up. We made it up. <laughs> because it, so we're gonna it put fits. these. We're gonna make you wear these large cast iron boots <laughs> for the whole race. Everyone wears the cast iron boots. It's Harrison Ready Bergeron go. goes to sports.
0: Exactly. It. It's the same thing, exactly. Yeah. It's like, all right, Michael Jordan, you just wear these gauntlets, okay? These gauntlets they're they're about 20 pounds each. All right, you won't notice launch. them. They're not a big deal. Michael Jordan for three. <laughs> oh, no, oh, he fine. can't get his He's, hands above I'll his head be to shoot. After this, oh. so. It probably won't be Um. shrugging. Won't be struggling in the NBA is, though, Finals anymore. <laughs> in the
1: world of Harrison Bergeron, Michael Jordan would wear the uh, the iron gauntlets, but you would get to wear rocket boots, and so you would be happy. There you go. It's and you'd true. be like, yes, exactly. I can beat Michael yeah. Jordan. Play, or at least play exactly equal to him, based on <laughs> yes. the non-handicapping right. But I think, actually,
2: <laughs> stories come up with a great idea. Why don't we just return to chariot races, which were much more fun anyway. Razor blades, the whole, oh, like, right. I mean, you know, totally. make it Ben-Hur again. That would be interesting. Because there, you know, you've got, like, live animals, would you know. If people it were into horse cruelty, then I think it would be okay. It's only cruelty if your horse sucks, right? Like, if you are a good driver, your horse is going to be fine. It's only cruelty <laughs> if you're terrible.
1: Well, I you know I most of them they, probably I, died. I actually of kind of grew with chariot racing. It's called harness racing, and it's a form yes. of racetrack racing. And the Monticello Raceway, nearby high school where I grew up, is all harness racing. So it's all like guys and little... And literally, oh my God, this is an example of what we're talking about. A, they have harnesses. B, the horses are not allowed to gallop. If you gallop, what? your horse is disqualified. the hell they, kind of they're race They're not allowed oh to God. gallop. <laughs> what? That's and all of the awesome. harness horses are trained the not to go to their, their speed. Right, it freaks them
0: they out, have to and try. It, like,
1: upsets the apple cart. And but then that's the most boring thing I've ever heard of. You them. just watch people going shot. at half speed? Then they, so, well, they trot. And then it's they have more to be like the trotters. eight horses be, after every race. I guess race. so. It would be like a speedwalking race. You know those retarded <laughs> yes, speedwalkers? Yes, they, like they have those. That's an Olympic sport. I know, and they claim it's
2: an Olympic sport. we And they're yeah, like, you should take us seriously. I'm like, no, you walk like a duck. I'm not taking you seriously. Sorry, not happening. Not not going to a car.
1: Yeah, so there are actually two examples of restrictor plates not with cars. We have chariot racing there or, you go. or harness racing and speed walking. There and you go. The two unbelievably system. stupid sports. That too. <laughs> it's restrictor plate load. Nice. I like that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Dude, you should totally put restrictor hey, no. plates. you can only learn to You should totally put restrictor plates no, on sorry, the harness racing. You should put it on the harness racers. You have to unlearn that because they can't go far enough anyway. You're throwing off the curb. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's true. I, I gotta I gotta slow it down. But uh, <laughs> I, if you put restrictor plates on the harness racers, that'd be perfect because they couldn't actually go fast enough for the restrictor plates to kick in. But people would think that there was some kind of artificial limitation to it. Then they could gallop, and you'd know that it was safe because you'd be like, No, it's fine. They've got restrictor plates. Like you know, they can't they can't go too fast. You got nothing yeah. to worry. About. Or
1: just make them carry a giant chain with a cannonball at the end of it, and as, well, as fast as they can go with the chain and the cannonball, and if it happens to smack a horse behind them and break their legs so that they have to be shot, then that's an advantage of being in front.
2: And they could like learn there to you do go. things like get, get skid get out the lead next, like time. turn like turn the carriage <laughs> sharp <laughs> to the left to make it like shoot the to make the ball and chain shoot out to the right and all this stuff. Yeah, they'll call it married racing where everybody wears a ball and chain.
1: I like that. Uh, right. There's lots of good options there. That's kind of lame. I don't understand. I remember one time I was literally watching a harness race. And I picked a horse, and he was, like, way ahead. And we were actually betting. We got, like, our parents to, like, f- put bets in for us so we could have betting tickets. And the horse just, like, broke away. And I was like, yes, he's awesome. And everyone was shaking their head. And I'm like, what? And they're like, he's disqualified. I'm like, but look how far ahead. He's the best <laughs> horse. He's going <laughs> <I'm>, like, crazy. <laughs> no, he's he, all the way. Oh, he doesn't no.
0: have harness on. He's not
1: stopping for anything. I- he, I'm like, no, that's bad. He what? And they're like, he galloped, and I'm like, that's good. He's fast. They're like, no, no, he's disqualified. I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Take
2: me home. I can't
0: <laughs> and Ralph no gave up else. on harness racing. Right That's there. funny. It yeah,
2: that was the end of it. That was it. I was raceway. watching over the weekend. This, um, this, wow. uh, these agility trials, um, for dogs. They had this agility tournament where dogs go through this obstacle course and do this whole thing. And basically, if they, the way it works is, if they miss one of the jumps, essentially the fault, they get a fall and the fault is worth so many like points off of their score that it basically mm-hmm. ends so at that point, if they lose early on, it's hilarious listening to the commentators, because they already know that it's over, right? So at that point, it's like, well, you wouldn't be able to tell these people this, you know, this dog still seems like he knows that he's got a long way to go. I'm like, yeah, because I'm sure the dog is thinking to himself, damn it, I missed that jump. I'm such a jerk. Oh, I wish I hadn't missed it. <laughs> he's just, But the commentators are all like, god damn it, they're out <laughs> and, of the game. And they're so, like, they're trying to make you lose. And just like, no, and, he's it's for pride. I'm like, for wh- pride? Why? Why were you watching the dog jumping? I was at my event? mom's, and there wasn't a whole TV. lot to watch, and you know, I don't know. Greg's uh,
0: so busy okay. all the time. He has a band. He writes books. I was at my mom's,
2: where I couldn't do any of these things. He watches dog jumping. Yes, I couldn't do any of these things. <laughs> there were there were limited abilities to it's do things.
1: fit your busy schedule. Hey man, it, it was that or NASCAR. Profession. I'd rather watch this, this over NASCAR. knowledge of any of eight subjects. Yeah, yeah. I'd uh, yeah. rather watch that than NASCAR. NASCAR is really horrible. I everything about NASCAR pisses me off. It's like when they win a race, they have to like guzzle milk. Because it's some That's retarded Indianap- tradition yeah. that they're going to guzzle Indianapolis milk.
2: Indianapolis 500, yeah.
1: When they- Ugh, God. That's the worst thing I've ever seen. It's just like, can you combine something even more horrible with what you do? Let's all drink pee. Oh, it's a tradition. <laughs> Why? Everything <laughs> we do is stupid and wrong. That's what we like. Okay, let's so beat the children. To we win. Beat the children. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's pretty much just don't what it is. <laughs> beating children. I think that's back to the cherry racing. I think that's how Charlton Heston celebrates victory. Uh,
2: that's and, funny. And you
0: know, actual cherry racers, Bring most The Charlton beating Houston.
1: children. They're Indeed. They children specifically bred for being the beaters. Beatings. Taking you might call them from the winners. Whipping boys, perhaps. No, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't. I would never come up with that. Did you just make that up? No. Yeah. Nice job. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs>
0: I was like, really? Is he? Oh, oh okay. no! Okay, good. Oh god!
1: Good job. <laughs> well done there. Well, they drink okay. milk and they like spray Coca Cola on each other. It is like the. I would like to be furthest from this place of anywhere in the world. If only the world weren't a globe, and I could say you're on one end and I'm as far away as possible and couldn't get any further. Although that can happen on a globe, I understand that. I was going to say, there was some you're way that on the of the, f- the globe. No, I get it.
0: But, like, if <laughs> your understanding of the
1: world is no, no. breaking down as we speak, I get it. Russ is going to be, I it's flowers it.
0: for Algernon. Russ is going to be thing
1: in five hours. If the <laughs> only way for me to get further away from you would to be to jump into the <laughs> abyss, like, off the edge right. of the world, that's what I would right. prefer. Rather than only get closer to you, I would prefer to jump into the abyss.
0: You want to find a place where you can disentangle yourself from Earth's gravitational (laughs) pull to get further, even though it dooms you to a life of dying out in space. That's better. (laughs) That would be better than taking (laughs) a single step in every direction. From a loss of (laughs) pressure in my (laughs) eyeballs and nasal (laughs) cavity. (laughs) <laughs> rather
1: than take part in a NASCAR event. In a watch world one up front. where
0: you could step one foot closer and be only 24,999 feet away
1: from NASCAR. I don't like that world. I prefer uh, re- jumping into the abyss and having my face implode. The MEP report. Unbelievable well, never full of non-extremists.
2: That
0: you are a man of moderation. No, I was just going to say,
2: full of non-extremists <laughs> on the MEP report. Well, moderation or not, my friends and listeners everywhere, we have come to the end of a show, the end of an hour. With Russ standing in his one precarious position on the opposite end of the globe, please try not to push him over. Send him your good wishes and thoughts. Vote for us. Oh, but he wants it. He would
0: rather. Know, if you're a NASCAR fan, let him know why.
2: Give him a little. And we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Say goodbye, everybody. Wow.
1: Some oh, things I think they might be right He looks like I a disgusting hair <laughs> It's realism if you are on the one You're glad you lose your eyeballs so it's, it's realism so Wow, I you are too
2: wild Scared the middle of the night The preceding was a presentation of the Mepreport Hosted at www.mepreport.com All rights reserved In no way should any part of this show be construed as an invitation to buy, sell, or trade flightless birds Or reassemble Voltron It's not please support the Met report by voting for the show at www.vitalpodcast.com, adding the show to your list of favorites at podcastpickle.com, and clicking on the Vote for Mep link on the MepReport homepage to vote for us at podcastalley.com. Email us at greg, russ, story, or andy at MepReport.com, and call us and leave a voicemail or a fax at 206-600-MEP1. That's 206-600-6371. And finally, please join the fight to stop the senseless farming of emu plants. It's immoral, it's unethical, and frankly, it's just a little bit
0: And if that's the case, then
1: my life's a waste Cause there's nothing left to live for but tomorrow And
0: tomorrow's just another day away